Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. When is it appropriate to say to a mate that you think, you know, maybe the clothes they're wearing or like the hairdo that they're sporting at the moment is just not appropriate? Girls, hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. <laughs> the Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, guys. We are here for another week. And before we introduce our next guest, uh, Anna Bamford, who you may recognise as an actress from Wonderland. She stars in it as the character Miranda, which we love. Um, but we just wanted to let you know where we're playing, thethinkergirls.com.au. And we're on Snapchat. And I'm not 100% sure if our podcast people are over there. I know a lot oh. of our radio mates. Are. Oh, because we're plugging that away oh, all we the push time. That, but don't it's we? the Thinker Girls. Just search that on Snapchat. That's yeah, because I we're think at. we will also start giving you some hints and ideas of guests that are coming up, uh, as well as let you know when the episode drops before uh, we do on other social media platforms. Yeah, and obviously we are always playing on Facebook and Insta as yep. well. Yep, but your yep, probs yep. already knew that. Um, and other episodes, iTunes, and the website. How are you going this week, mate? I'm good. I feel really good. I feel like on point today. I got up. I got up at 6 a.m. this morning and went down the beach and watched the sunrise. Oh, that's which so I have, lovely. I've never done before. By yourself? No, I went with my boyfriend oh. and we just kind of sat there. I kind of fell asleep a little bit and then, I don't know, it just set me up for a good day because uh, you know me, I'm always kind of rushing around even when, I, when I don't, even when I don't really need to. And I was 10 minutes early to pick you up today. It was How weird was that? It was weird, but it was really good. Because it set me it up. It felt really I reckon, good. I reckon it's because of the way that I woke up and I started my day. So I think well, I'm going to make that a bit of a it ritual. It is. And I've Done. I've got a new ritual too. I get up an hour earlier than I did mm. after I came back from that retreat I went on and I've been meditating for 20 minutes and then if I can't make a yoga class because we're, our schedule's so yeah. packed, which is happening a lot, I am doing yoga at home. Like just oh, I practice it almost every day as if I can't fucking do it myself. So for an hour this morning, so an hour and a half later, I hadn't looked at my phone, barely got out of my pyjamas. Yeah. That's so And good. just had that time. So we both smashed it We both had a little morning. bit of space. Oh, just a bit of peace. Good one. That was nice. All right. Well, this next guest, uh, we are really excited to, to just for her to jump on. She's waiting. Hello, Anna. <laughs> Hello. She's like, can you wrap Ready this shit waiting. up? How are start, you? I want to chat. <laughs> we are no, wrapped. I was about to say, I had a really great morning too. Yeah, tell us about yours. No, I, I just, um, I got up really early this morning as well and um, took the dogs to the park and watched the sunrise as well. <gasps> God, that all of us are just goosebumps. we're all just kicking goals. It, it, it seriously makes, as somebody that has never done that before, it makes such a difference to the rest of your day, don't you think? Yeah, and it just put me in like a positive frame mm. of mind while I was there. I was like, "This is so beautiful. I'm so happy." That's great. That's yeah. good. Anna, where do you, are you? Are you do you live in Sydney? 
Yeah, by okay. Us. Yeah, right. So oh, close nice. by us. Yeah, we're on that side yeah. too. Um, so there's nothing to complain about if you're no. walking and seeing those things as the sunrise. I tell you what, Christy and I went for lunch there a couple of days ago and we're fairly new to Sydney and um, and I said to her, this never gets old. No, it this doesn't. This is so fucking impressive. And P.S., the weather. Shit. I know. What is right? going on? I'm just waiting it's for like it to. It's like it's still summer. I'm just waiting for it to not be, but it just keeps continuing. I know. It's the best. Listen to us. I still we sleep like three with like all the windows bitches. open. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Same. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I've got a bit of a scratchy throat because I'm still sleeping naked and I feel like it might be time to warm up a tiny bit. Oh, I've at still got the time. fan. I've still got the fan Do on. Do you? I've still got that weird cockroach Have problem. Have you still got though, the so. fan on? Yeah, I sleep with the fan on in winter anyway. I just get really stuffy. Oh, I know. Oh, I've got that thing. I'm, I feel like I'm suffocating if I don't have airflow. Oh, Joe. Yeah, right. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's. So I get that on planes. Like, I have yeah. to have that little air conditioner I don't. blowing it on freaks, me. It freaks me out that we're getting recycled air that we're sharing with everyone. I don't want other people's air. Haven't you know? Haven't out. you noticed I do that in the car too? I uh, need airflow. Yes. Every time I get into Stacey's car or she's in mine, I've got it blowing on my face. And I've got my yeah. duct switched off because it's like far out. It's, it's like, like a sauna like in there. It'd be night. quite quite good for my paws, though, I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, we are two radio chicks that talk thoughts we're thinking but not saying on this podcast, the home of everything that we've created right here. Um, and we do that by having a guest, which is you, Anna, this week, to talk a thought that's on your mind. You might not have said it out loud. We'll each have a go and then fill up the duct. Uh, we'll come in, rein us in, and make sure that we stick to a schedule so we can get on with this great day that we've all planned for ourselves. Um, and let's do a bit of a contents, though. So we just give everybody a bit of an idea of what they can expect for the rest of the show, just a bit of a one-liner. Anna, do you want to give us a bit of a headline? Yeah, so mine is, um, when is it appropriate to say to a mate, um that you think, you know, maybe the clothes they're wearing or like the, the the hairdo that they're sporting at the moment is just not appropriate it's or really you know what I mean? such a good one. And we've never yeah. ever covered anything remotely like that. That's no. good. Um yeah. I good one. I wanna talk about the fact that my boyfriend the other day said I think you'd be a bitter mother. And it's something mm. that's it's just really hurt me and I keep thinking yeah. about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. You guys are quite, I don't know, I don't know what you say to him, but I assume it's a mutual mm. thing. You're quite tough with each other, we which are. I think is great. But then I also think a couple of days later you go, ouch. Because I'm still thinking about it and I've gone back and had further conversations I'll tell you about. All right. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically the crux of it. I'm keen to hear about that. Um, I want to talk about gay men that are sexist. And t- the two things in my world for the predominantly cancel each other out. Like it doesn't happen a lot. But there's one particular guy in my life that I, um, that I follow on Twitter that I find gets away with a lot of real sexist attitudes towards women. And I think he gets away with it because he's gay. Oh. And he is also a minority. So I want to crack into that. I felt felt nervous about it, so I haven't spoken about it before, but I want to talk about it Yeah, today. I think it's important to. Um, Anna, do you mm. want to, as our lovely guest, kick this off? Yeah, okay, why not? Um, well, I guess, <laughs> how do I start this? Um, <laughs> I was thinking about, well, I was thinking about coming and doing this with you guys, and I was speaking to my boyfriend actually and he said why don't you do you know when a friend asks you 
or when someone asks you, um, do I look fat? And, you know, they, they do. And how do you tell them that they do? And then so I had like a week of like, have I put on weight? Oh, my God, what are you trying to say to me, <laughs> to my boyfriend? But then I thought this, um, yeah, like the, the whole idea of not whether you put on weight or not, but whether, you know, say your girlfriend's, like your mate is going to a job interview or something and whether they're dressed appropriately, how to tell them that or a date. And I was thinking about it and I think that for me it's really a case-by-case thing, like where they're going. Um, well, the event you know what is what's appropriate. Yeah. yeah have, you had, what's have, appropriate. You, have you had something happen to you where you've gone home and said to him, I, I didn't know how to say the truth? Like is there a reason he spiked that idea to come up? Like is it something that happened? No, I just asked him what um, what are some ideas. I'm going onto the show and I need some ideas. How, he's, bloody, he's bloody onto it. Maybe he – do you reckon he is subtly trying to figure out a way to tell – To tell <laughs> he's that, one of his friends? Yeah. Oh, maybe. It's yeah, interesting. Maybe. But I don't know. It is a funny one because on the flip side of that – what is the right look? And I, I'm mm. going to completely flip it around. And I do understand mm. what you mean by event to event. But what I also find is that we are conforming to a certain look everywhere, particularly as women, that we're supposed mm. to look a certain way. Now, not, I'm not just talking about kind of size eight. I'm talking about styles mm. and the way that you dress and, and what's appropriate conservatively, what's, you know, if you look like a slut, if you don't, like all that bullshit that goes into slut shaming. There is mm. also that idea that we are supposed to dress a particular way. And that is why I think yeah. whenever I've felt this in the past, which everybody feels it mm. and I think has judgment because you all see how you think people should look the way that it, it is through your eyes, I try mm. and tell myself, well, what's what's to say you know? Because at some, at yeah, some point true. there's mm. also this kind of idea that if my friend wants to go on a date and she wants to wear that, then what the fuck do I have any right to say that that she shouldn't and I yeah, think we're all so trained it comes down to personal taste yeah yeah and whoever's wearing it yeah and I think we're yeah. all a bit um I think we forget that a lot I mm. think individual style is going out the window and and we've experienced this more recently with doing some tally stuff and and working with all different makeup artists and and how quickly you become the same as other people it freaks us out we've yeah. so seen some footage of our stuff and we're like we, we just look like everybody else on this station. And I station. just don't want that to happen. Yeah, but I find right. that more and more as women, I don't know, I feel like there used to be a little bit more creative expression and, and expression through your style. And I know that I love that. I, I'm a bit of a chameleon with the way I dress. I love, make, I love playing dress-ups. And I think it would be such a shame for us to continue yeah. the way we're going, mm. which is to mm. all kind of look a certain way. I think, I think that's true, actually. Like, I feel like you have flipped it which is good because it's raised this question which for me makes me think about social media like everyone true, yeah. kind of starting to look the same way and and you know whatever whatever that is and um them seeing on social media oh that person with heaps of followers does this with their mm. eyeliner so mm. i'm going to start doing that with although, eyeliner. although i completely agree with what you said stace in that Everybody's got their own unique style, so who am I to say yay or nay? Mm. If somebody is asking you your opinion, mm. I think that's when mm. it, it can be a little bit different. And I know that 
Um, but it's hard it because is, your opinion can be on what you think is right for you. I know, but oh, but well, if somebody's yeah. asking your opinion w- w- on how yeah, you you're think, not you're not going to yeah. say, oh, I'm not going to tell you yeah, because yeah. they're asking for your opinion, even if your opinion doesn't match yeah, what they think yeah. or whatever. And I've had this case a couple of times with my mum. And my mum is yeah, somebody right. who's she's very fit, she's very good for her age, and she can get away with, with – I don't know, just wearing basically whatever she wants to wear. But there have been a few times lately when I have been back home in Melbourne where she'll like walk down the stairs and my sister kind of gives me the eyeballs and she's a bit like, Mum, that dress is a bit short. And I just feel like everybody in my family kind of (laughs) cuts her down because she probably does, without sounding like a bitch, she probably does dress like somebody that is, you know, um, I suppose what society would expect, a bit younger than Mm -hmm. the way that she is. Mm -hmm. And when she asks me honestly and point blank, what do you think? What do you think of this? Do you think it's too short? And I'm, I can be quite honest with her and say, look, mm. it is pretty short. I think you pull it off though. Yeah. Or look, it's not my style. It's not what I would wear. But if you feel good in it, then go for your life. That's, and that's the good thing to push through because deep down you might go, fuck, this is my mum. But that's that Madonna thing that we covered when Madonna it's true. came it's to the town. Age thing. It's like, you know, she just got absolutely thrashed. And yes, she was late to everything. I'm not going to say that. But the things that she wears, the provocative nature of the show. She just got an absolute gutful and it was just complete ageism. You know, mm. like mm. it was just down to the fact that she couldn't pull it off because she was a certain age. And I just kind of went, why not? Like, mm. I don't get it. Why are we supposed to shrivel up mm. when men start yeah. to peak? I don't, I think it's really bad. And so it's funny as well because we've just started to have a bit of a relationship with a stylist. We've, got, we've gone to the Logies, we're doing other things. And for the very first time, we both like our clothes, so it was kind of like, do we really need this? But I actually wanted it to make sure we didn't end up looking the same. I think a lot of people Mm. get them to try and be on trend. And, in fact, I actually thought... Instead of being, like, expressive as to who you are. Yeah, and I thought, no, I don't have enough time... And we don't have enough time to really, it's not a priority to think about our style or how we're, our image is being projected. And let's face it, in our work, image is a, is a very big and it's, part and of And it's something that you have to be mindful of if you want to control. And yeah. so I thought on the flip side of that, we probably should consider looking into this as a trial to see how we can keep being different. Because mm. our whole brand is being different. Everything about how we talk, what we talk about is different. We don't want to then mm. start dressing the same just because that's then A, you don't have time and B, you know, that's just where you end up because mm. you're expected to in these media kind of boxes. Have you ever kind of mm. felt the pressure to do that, Anna? Because obviously, you know, you've got a name and a profile and, you know, with certain work, I don't know, like is there, is there ever that, that kind of pressure, I suppose, look, from, yeah. from projects or telly or whatever? Yeah, I think there is definitely, especially because, I mean, the Australian industry um, is quite small compared to, um, you know, international, like the US industry, for example. But I, so I think that people are quick to put a label on you and quick to kind of put you in a box. Like, um, you know, people, I think a lot of people, because of the show on Wonderland, like uh, the character that I played on Wonderland was very girl next door, you know, mm. and I feel like that's a bit of a label that has been put on me when I know that I, you know, can do other things. And so I think, I think you have to 
you have to choose and be very selective, for example, with what you wear to certain things to show different sides because Yeah, and that's an opportunity get, almost. To show exactly, different sides of yourself. To go, actually, this is who I am. I'm not the character that I played on a, on a television series. I am someone completely different. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah isn't it so interesting? Because there would be so many people that would just see photos of you or photos of other celebs or whatever. And, and not even kind of think about the thought process that goes into you kind of not allowing yourself to be boxed into one type of character or one yeah, personality. Yeah. Like after playing that role, the auditions that came through for me were just that, you know, just girl next door, girl next door. And it's like, yeah. come on, like isn't the job of an actor to be able to use, to, to, to be able to do something different? To act. Um <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And do character work, not one character. Yes. You don't sign your life away to one, you know, okay, yeah. so now I'm Miranda for life. This is a commitment and that's, that's it. it. Well, we're worried about that with being the sex girls. Yeah. Because we yeah, do a lot right. of things on our show, but the things that people remember are the things they're not hearing a lot and that is the sex talk that we do. Um, mm. We spoke about men and, and mental illness this week and we spoke about fucking anxiety what, yeah, and like politics like, and detention yeah, we, centres like, like, and yeah. everything but the sex girls is what sticks so it's kind of important I think to take reign of that and even if it is through your style mm. that we're not going to be yeah. these commercial media muppets where mm. we right. puppets even yeah. where yeah. we just do the same thing like and it's funny how fashion can help you with that. Mm, that's true. So, yeah, girls, I definitely. think the other thing is how we've come full circle and Philip's gone off. But how we've, I think the other thing is to remember that um, it is good to look different. Mm. If you feel like yeah. your friend has even said to you, I don't know about that, but you feel good in it, do it. Like, because I think in yeah. the end, the, your gut about how you feel and how you look is really about how what you want to achieve. Yeah, because with nobody who can, you are. Yeah. Exactly, because nobody can actually tell you how you feel in something. No. Nah. So they can tell you how you look or what you look on the so exterior. Close your but eyes, if you're don't feeling worry about comfy, where you're going, whatever. Yeah. Just because I wake up in the morning and think about what I feel, what kind of what I what I'm mm. feeling, and then mm. I get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It's just the Thinker Girls laughing at their latest video. Catch it on YouTube. YouTube.com slash the Thinker Girls. Okay, so this was. It was actually this week, at the beginning of the week. And it's um, it's funny, I haven't actually spoken too much about this, but I feel like after being with my boyfriend for about seven years, and I don't know if this is in the back of my head because we're obsessed with watching that show Seven Year Switch. Have you seen that, Anna? Oh, no, I've seen the promos for it, but I haven't watched it. But I speak to my girlfriend because she's been <laughs> going out with someone for seven years and I'm like, yeah. are you, you going to go on the show? Yeah. <laughs> well, the seven-year switch is based on the theory seven-year itch that after seven years in relationships or personally that you kind of – that you reassess. Mm. So either yeah. lock, lock yeah. things down, I don't know, for another period of time or kind of walk away. Um, yeah. And – I don't know if that's been playing a part or whether that's, I don't know, played a part in that it's in the back of my mind a little bit. But mm. I feel like within my relationship at the moment, things are just being, in a really positive, really good way, are kind of being reassessed. And we're talking about the future like we always kind of do, but actually sitting down and going, where are we at? Where do we want to be? Mm. Um, I don't know, business-wise and relationship-wise and financial-wise, where do you see us going? So they're all really positive kind of conversations to be having. And and although we've kind of spoken about, you know, what we would like to do for our wedding and having kids and family and all that stuff, it's not 
it's not something that I find confronting to talk about. Um, but mm-hmm. by the same token, we're not sitting down and, and kind of planning out what we're going to call our kids and when we'll have them all the time because it's something that we can both agree on we want to do down the track and in the future, but it's not kind of pressing. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, anytime soon. Yeah, and I, I, I admire that about you. You're like as much as sometimes I am the person that will like we need to talk about this or whatever. I think it's good also to not overcomplicate things. Like if something's also working, mm. you don't have to have D and M's about it every day. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a trust there that yeah. this is for a bigger picture and this is for a bigger plan that you guys have. Yeah, but it is good, and you're right. It is good sometimes to just hear yeah, that, just to check yeah. in yeah, and be yeah. like, is this still where we're going? Whatever. So anyway, we we were talking. Are we about- on the same page? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. we were talking about future stuff and we were talking about kids and it's pretty funny because I feel like I've done myself a bit of an injustice here because within my group of friends, within my family, within my relationship, I've always been that girl that's kind of, you know, there's a crying baby on the plane and everybody looks at me to be like, oh, what's her reaction going to be? Because sometimes I can be like, oh, fucking kids. Mm. Oh, oh, my God, imagine being a mum. Imagine this. Imagine that. God, that's <laughs> that's full on. Oh, down the track. Oh, yeah. ages away. Oh, my God, if I felt pregnant tomorrow, that would just be my world's worst nightmare. And maybe that was yeah, the and- case. You also take a pregnancy test every day of your life. <laughs> no. So no, she honestly, pretty much does. Probably once, I've got a value pack, Anna, at home. I always keep it up to date. <laughs> And uh, probably, yeah, once every couple of months. Yeah, she's really checking. <laughs> so I get why. And I take full responsibility for people I've kind of. I've done a pregnancy test twice in my entire life. <laughs> for taking the piss a little bit out of me when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I feel like that's also a little bit maybe, I don't know, maybe five years ago because I am quite, I am good with kids and I do really mm. actually love kids. And we were talking about, oh, kids and in the future and stuff. And my boyfriend turned to me and he was like, no, you know, don't don't take this the wrong way, but I've always had this fear. I think I think you might be a bitter mum, and I was like, <gasps> "What does that? What? What does That's that what mean? I said. I said, "What do you even? What do you even mean by that?" He goes, yeah. "Oh no, 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 no! Don't don't take it the wrong way. I just I just mean like because you're always going on about." you know, your career and how hard you've worked and how you reckon that, I don't know, with postnatal depression, you talk about it a lot and you're interested you in that. You talk about postnatal yeah, I think I yeah. think I must have said a few things here and they're like, oh, my God, if I – or I, I've listened to podcasts quite recently right. where it was about 
what was that on the Elizabeth Gilbert podcast? I think was one of the magic lessons, and uh-huh. and one mum was talking about giving up her whole self, her personality, her career, everything to give to her kids. But in doing that, she actually wasn't doing a justice to her children because she wasn't a happy person no. and she wasn't teaching yeah. them the lessons that they needed, which was go for your freaking dreams and don't forget about who you are. It was on that seven year switch show mm. also, so it's probably just been in my peripheral kind of conversations that he's picked up on that he goes, mm. I feel like. If you if you did and if we do have kids and in the future when we do, I, I worry that that might be the case for you if you're made to give up things that you don't want. It's interesting because and firstly, and you you've just said you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've been with your man for a little while, like a long. Is it new or long term or? No, it's not long. I've, yeah, uh, just over a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, but I think it's interesting because I feel like this has come up in the last few weeks, mm. where the and I'm a big believer in in messages kind of coming up that have tones where there's a similar something. It might be something completely different, but where your friends are also kind of looking at you and your mum said that thing about how are you the marriage type and yeah. all this kind of stuff. It it's comes from a similar, similar sta- a yeah. space. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, I don't know if it's the people in your life that some of them may be where they see women in particular being one or the other. I think that's one of the common denominators what, here. What, career like, or not? Or yeah, mum so or worker? Like, so yeah. you must love your yeah. career and therefore it means you don't, you know, you kind of a bitter with your children, or mm. you are a mum, and then you, and then you, you know, you lose your career or you drop your career. You, I think, what one thing that we've really, really um, disserviced women being with with this kind of conversation around wanting it all, is that you want it all and you fail, so therefore you kind of have to clock one. Mm. And actually, it's just not the case because as a woman, you're a person and mm. when you become a mother, you don't lose being a person. Yeah. And when no, you are no. not a mother, you're not any less of a woman. So there are so many different parts of being a woman and I think it's really funny how... I feel um, like when you're a mother, you're more of a woman. Totally. Totally. And so it's interesting because I feel like so many people still see it as being a one or the other and it's Mm. it's quite an old school kind of way of thinking and I I think... Which is weird for him because he's not not old school in his thinking or anything like that and it made me... I have been thinking about a lot. Pretty much every day I've probably spent, I don't know. But I think that's where it comes from is, I mean, I don't actually think he thinks that that's necessarily... you would ever be bitter but I think maybe he thinks you in his mindset you you kind of clock one or the other it's hard to do both yeah because it's what I've found I think hardest is that self-reflection stuff because I mean if somebody gives you a bit of feedback or say you know what it's like when you're you're not having a shit day or you're not mad but you get three or four people around the office go you were right is everything good? Oh. And it makes you go really self-conscious and think, oh, yeah. shit, what's my yeah. face been like? Or And it puts you off and you keep thinking about yeah. it. And because there's been these few instances like, you know, my mum saying, oh, I didn't think you were the marriage kind of type in the next few years or whatever. And, and then this thing, oh, I think you'd be a bit of a bit of mother or have that tendency to. I've, I've the last few days been really looking at myself. I'm like, why are people... Why going, is what this, have I been giving is, off? Is this something yeah. that I've kind of been doing subconsciously or putting messages out there that, and I feel like I've been fighting that a little bit? Like, no, I love kids, or I think I'd be a good mum, or, um, you know. But what is it? I guess I'll ask. 
I would say I think everyone attracts everything they're getting. So mm. if you're getting a message that's kind of got an yeah. underlying thing, I think mm. there is something there. Mm. Either you're worried that you can't do it all or you're questioning something or there's something that's going on within yourself. could just be discovery. It doesn't have to mean that it's anything decisive mm. or, or absolute, mm. but it, it could just be that you're having a bit of a conversation with yourself and so then therefore externally these things are coming up. Potentially. Maybe yeah. I'm just thinking about the future more so and more than but just when people, work yeah, and that you want it yeah. maybe you're saying to go I, I want to get married oh I do mm. yeah but mm. maybe it's sooner than what you used to say you used to always say I need to get things sorted whatever we have a fucking job we like now <laughs> like you can do whatever the fuck you want you just want to go like, to a wedding <laughs> I want to initiate that wedding. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think, yeah, I think things change. And maybe it is, maybe you're starting to go, maybe I want that sooner than I thought. You don't know. Mm. But that's okay. And I think when people start thinking about these things, like serious things like this, they start to think not necessarily the worst case scenario, as in you being a bitter mum, yeah. but they do start thinking about, the complications that that can come in That's with right. it. Do you know and what I to mean? Be, to be That's completely right. honest and, and up what front, the reality of it is. with that postnatal depression stuff, I have said that out loud a few times and thought it very often within myself. And I yeah. know there's that thing, if you think it, you create it, you attract it, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And there's part of me that goes, oh, my God, stop, you know, shaking. I start to shake my head a little bit because I'm like, shake it. Don't but think about it because nice I, I have a fear. But you've got to be nice to yourself and go, okay, that's a thought. I respect it. Why am I worried about that? Mm. And I think it's the safest thing to ever, if it is stemming from what I think, what I think would be for a lot of women are, I don't want to lose myself. Mm. And my best friend is just Mm. about to be a mum for the first time. I think the biggest thing I think that I'll take from her is she's ready. Mm. And and Mm. I don't think she'll ever be ready because you don't ever know, but she's done career, she's ticked off a lot of boxes and she goes, well, okay, there's no way I could be more ready than I'm going to be now. And and that's the bit that I think I took from her. Um, But but I think still in the end of the day, you do not know how you're going to be. Mm. That is out mm. of your control it's and true. that is really scary. So, mm. of course, that's fa- a fair question, mm. you know, and it's one that you shouldn't not just shrug away, like be nice to yourself and kind of dissect it a bit because yeah. you'll get the answer. Yeah, you're right. It is coming from somewhere. Mm. Do you want to butt in on this conversation? Get it off your chest, girlfriend. Join in our weekly Facebook forum where you get to say exactly what you're thinking and you could be featured in the next show, facebook.com slash thinkergirls. Um, I have a particular person in my life, Philip went off, um, who is really avid on Twitter and we were talking about it before that none of us really like Twitter that much. Like it's a bit annoying. Oh, it's a bit, People of, a, get very a, bit of a media, oh, I'm a media person. I'm, I'm coming to my media space. A lot of writers use it too and writers intimidate me. I will say we've contacted a few people on Twitter. It's helpful. Yeah, to be able to get on the show. You're not or the really on it, are you, Anna? I, I'm not really on it. Like I have a Twitter account, but I don't I don't use it. Yeah. I, I just I just prefer Instagram, I yeah, think. And same. I just yeah, I don't know. I just I think yeah, Twitter for me it it I don't know, it's just it it's words. And I don't know why I feel like once you write something, it's like there, you know, oh, and everyone's different. got that, their opinion to say it's it. It's true. To people, say what 
Mm. People take you know? things really, I don't know, much more serious. I've we've had, well, I've in particular had way more slack off things I've written, articles we've written on Twitter for news.com.au than I have for anything we've ever done on our show. There's something about yeah. putting words out there. It's weird. I think people feel entitled. I now I've got a Twitter account. I've got to have an opinion on something. Kind of. I think that's or what like, it is. Imagine if you read, wrote something on Twitter and then you said it to the same person that read it on Twitter. I feel like if it was on Twitter, they would feel like they need to say something, you know, back that, you know what I mean? Instead well, it's of almost like sometimes it's characters. And this particular person um, is, you know, like obviously kind of takes the piss and, and, you know, just is a person that's, quite an extrovert and and this person I find is to be incredibly sexist and will often go to town on any kind of media story that a woman has said, oh, you know, like Mel McLaughlin, for an example, this wasn't actually mm. what happened, but Mel McLaughlin got flirted on, like we, that guy was flirty and really had a crack at her when she was in the workplace. Mm. Everybody went to her defence. She was like, you mm. know, basically leave me alone. I don't want this to be a mm. part of my career, you know, and, and a spotlight on that. And that would be something he would be like, you know, I um, you know, women whinging again, like it, you know, life's so hard. Oh. Really sexist. Mm. And this mm. particular person is gay, and I mm. and I I don't like to put things where people are supposed to act a certain way, defined by bits and pieces, because that would be going against everything I believe. But I, I I've been really apprehensive to talk about this in the past because I feel like with some people and none of the gay men or women in my life but in, that I'm very close to are like this. No. But there mm. are some that I've noticed around Twitter and of mutual friends that feel like I think they almost have this ability to be sexist and get away with it because they are a bigger minority, i.e. being a homosexual. Mm. And... I think this person in particular is absolutely that, that the world is absolutely awful to his minority and Mm. to the struggles that he goes through. And I find it so eye-opening that he can't see any similarities or any kind of connection in the the struggle that women have. Yeah, it's bizarre. In Mm. fact, not only not seeing any similarities, but actually targeting it almost as a bit of a an aggressive way to vent. I was going to say, do you think that's where it comes from? Do you think it comes from an anger from him being in a minority that he then takes out on on another minority that he feels? I don't know. Maybe doesn't need as much support. Maybe not consciously. Maybe just you know that I don't know because he's potentially feeling that way. It's just coming out. He's just reacting in a certain way to it. Yeah, to another which, minority, but not consciously. Which is fucked you know? because mm. then in the end, you are you're preaching and wanting equality, and equality by all means isn't just sexuality equality. It's equality, and I would think that it goes across the board. And so it's so interesting that this particular person has this vision for equality of his own agenda, and yet completely can't see it for anything else. And mm. And I've been really apprehensive to talk about this because he is a minority and it's weird because that's where I think people like him get away with that behaviour is because you go, well, mm. I can't claim or or push someone just because he's gay that he all of a sudden has to be mm. a feminist. But actually, I kind of think you do. Well, you can because you're not you're not even taking into consideration whether he's gay or whether he's straight. You're just looking at his his actions and what he said well, as a person that's not that's I'm, not on. Overall, I am, but for this particular person, I'm actually going, well, no, how can you be not? That's the question. Like, 
I don't like to say certain, and I've said this several times already, I don't like to say certain people should be this and you should feel this way, but how can you be wanting equality for yourself and then not wanting it for others? Mm. That blows mm. my mind. It reminds me of the Caitlyn Jenner thing when she got on Ellen and she said, I don't support gay marriage, yet, oh, she, was, yes. yet she was demanding acceptance it's and respect from everybody weird. through the sex change stuff. It's so weird. Yeah. And that's yeah, where I go, that so, so whilst, again, you don't want to paint someone and say you've got to act a certain way, but then at the same time, I kind of think you do. Mm. <laughs> I think we actually do need to rally together instead of against each other. And I think if you're a, you're a gay man... I think that it's a bit crazy that you wouldn't be a feminist. And are you? Have you found this with any of the the people in your life? No, I mean, I have a lot of um, gay friends, and I, it's the the men that are gay, I, not at all. Like, I have a very close friend who's um, a gay man, and he is, you know, supporting women all the way. Um, he's been a massive support in my life. So, no, but I don't know. I mean, I ask the question of whether it is that this person in your life is gay or whether he just, you know, isn't supporting women, whether it is because Mm. he's gay. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think Mm. you're right, and I think it shouldn't equal – well, it shouldn't, but then at the same time when I really do think about it, it kind of also equals the same, is my point. Yeah. So even though, yeah, 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 yeah. On, one t- yeah. on one token, I see what you mean, women's rights doesn't have to actually equal gay rights, but doesn't that mean isn't equality the same thing, is yeah, my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually is. on a bigger picture, it is. And I kind of think yeah. that it should cancel each other out and it should. Yeah. It just really is the same meaning, mm, really. Mm, mm. But it, it it's murky because... We all segregate, you know, and we've all got our own agendas and and I think that's sad. And it's murky because, as you say, people freak out to be able to pull people like that up on things. Exactly. Which would continue, I suppose, for him to continue... Uh, to, you know, to keep doing what he's doing and get away with what he's getting away oh, so with. So many times I've wanted Which to go bullshit. back and tweet back and go, "You are sexist," and the only reason you're not being called out on it is because you're gay. It's yeah, bullshit. Right. But then mm. there's that fear to write that because then you cop that. that. Yeah. yeah, I would never do that. It's like, well, I don't have to be. I don't have to be a feminist if I'm a gay man. It's like, well, no, I suppose you don't. But isn't it the same thing? Mm. <laughs> And so, again, it's that kind of victim thing of, well, it's harder for me than it is for you. Yeah. That's the kind of thing he plays. And it's mm. just a bit messed up. Yeah, and yuck. like you, Anna, there's lots of people in my life. It's not it's not a, um, it's not a token yeah. where it goes across the whole community, no. that's for sure. It's this one it's person. One, that one. pissing yeah. you off. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> Why don't you do an anonymous tweet or something? You can't do that. Well, surely there's some now, way to get an anonymous what's the thing point? Do you know I started writing an article about this probably almost eight months ago and never published it? Because you were scared? Yep. I just mm. thought, oh, wow. is it worth it? Yeah. Mm. It's, is it then going against a, isn't what, what I'm claiming to go against is then going against it? You're kind of turning on each other. Yeah. So is it really, it's just fueling the fire. It's probably best to leave it. Especially when there's nobody else in media that's kind of talking about Exactly, that which is usually where I like to play, mm. but... I also don't want to give anybody in my life a, a bad rap to. that's actually yeah. a massive feminist and a big fan and good friend of me just because of their sexuality. That's mm. bullshit. Mm. But mm. this person, it's interesting how he gets away with it is mm. my point. Mm. But, you know, interesting conversation. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna Bamford, you can find her on Twitter where she's kind of hanging, not really often. Or Instagram yeah, that she likes that active. way more. <laughs> yeah, go to Instagram basically. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, lovely. It's been nice hanging Thanks out with you. Thanks so much for having me. Hopefully yeah, we'll see you around the traps. Yeah.
If you do want to listen to any of our other shows, thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find podcasts with all amazing, inspiring women, long extended chats, or of course, our daily show that goes up on the KISS Network nationally. Uh, and also, we'd love for you to subscribe and give us a rating on iTunes. It just keeps us keeps us active, keeps really. Us, keeps we're us top old, of mind, as the bosses say. in the podcast world. Now we've got to keep up with the young bees. I know, our knees are hurting and <laughs> where there's aches and pains and there's all these youngies on the scene. So give us a rating. Yeah. Please do. Uh, But till next week, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Coming up next week on Think A Girl, the podcast. One in ten women will have endometriosis worldwide. I was tired all the time, sick all the time. Every time I ate or drank anything, I seemed to get really bloated and really just very unwell, upset stomach. I was taking the pill like all the time and skipping my periods because they were so painful. Like chronic back pain, pelvic pain, chronic UTIs. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm